Hey, gang, welcome to another episode of Value Added, the real estate podcast. On today's episode, we're chatting with Matt Engel. Matt is a Columbus, Ohio-based real estate investor. He owns Elash Investment Group, and he is also the architect behind the Magical Moments platform, a newly formed platform that he's integrating within his real estate portfolio that we'll talk a little bit about. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome to Value Added, the real estate podcast where we speak with the brightest minds in the world of real estate who provide, create, and realize value in an ever-changing market. And now your host, Nick Walters. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, we're uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna dig right in. We're we're live. Um, we uh, you know, you're based in you're you're in the Midwest, right? Yep, Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, go Buckeyes. Are you, did yeah. you grow up a did you grow up an Ohio State fan? Did you or you know uh, are you from there? I am. I grew up in Columbus. Uh, I went to Ohio State. Uh, I moved away for a job after college, but I'm back now. Nice. Yeah, I've heard great things about Columbus. Uh, you know, it, it, you probably you probably hear all the reports. You know, the the migration is is going going south, and you know, I think everybody is aware of that. But there there are a few Midwest towns that are cities that that are are very uh, very desirable for investors. Columbus being one of them. You know, Columbus, Indianapolis, uh, Kansas City. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but you know, you're you're a multifamily investor. Are you guys are you guys involved in um, uh, in, in, in the Columbus market? We don't own anything here yet, um, but that's our next target. Cool. For sure. Yeah, let's, let's dive right in. So tell the, tell the listeners a little bit more about your background and, and how you got uh, to where you are today. Sure. So I used to be a nuclear engineer. That was the job I moved away for. Um, at the same time, I started investing in single family rentals because I read Rich Dad Poor Dad and I wanted to kind of build financial wealth and financial freedom for my family. About three years in to doing that and being a nuclear engineer, one of my coworkers at uh, the power plant actually passed away just a month before he was going to retire. And that hit me pretty hard because I remember him talking about all these plans he had. He was going to go travel with his wife. They were going to do all these things. And You know, why? why? It's hard. (laughs) Why do you have to wait? Right? So, then I had the realization that I can take real estate and I can use it to directly enhance the lives of others, but I definitely needed to switch to multifamily investing if I was going to help more people. And so then I didn't have a clear idea exactly of how I was going to use in, uh, multifamily investing to enhance people's lives. Uh, but that is until I had an incredible experience with my life in Southeast Asia. So around spring, 2017 we went to hong kong to visit family uh and be tourists basically and we usually navigate on our own don't do anything too extravagant but just like to explore towards the end of the trip we uh were scheduled to take a day trip to macau Uh, macau is a former portuguese territory it's now the las vegas of asia there's casinos there's nightlife there's history all kinds of things so we, we were excited to explore it on the day of the trip, we were supposed to meet at the ferry dock at 8 a.m. to make the boat. And for bad timing or, or whatever reason, uh, failure to navigate Hong Kong, I don't know. Um, but we got stuck in the subway. And 
we finally got to the ferry dock with what seemed like seconds to spare. And then suddenly everything changed. Uh, we met my wife's aunt and then were escorted around this barricade into a private section of the boat. Um, this was the nicest ferry I'd ever seen. There's just, everything is extravagant. It's just overcome with the grand, grandness of it, right? So the trip to Macau was like one hour or so, but the whole time we were treated to food, breakfast. Um, we got to just pass the Hong Kong skyline, see the Macau skyline, there were a bunch of lush islands in between. And it was totally awe-inspiring. And finally, when we arrived in Macau, the um, bus was there and we had a private guide take us all around the island and show us pretty much all the stuff you'd want to see. And that was amazing. And then we finished up at uh, Macau's premiere show is the House of Dancing Water. It's kind of like a Cirque du Soleil show, but I don't know, with water and stuff. <laughs> it, Probably it was, similar, similar to the Bellagio in Las Vegas, right? It's everything maybe. is synced sync to to music and it's a big show right yeah anyway and, and it was really awesome um but as I, I looked back on that day i tried to figure out why it made such a an impact on me and in doing so i discovered not only that why that moment that day seemed magical but also that you can create these kind of moments on purpose and you can create them and so i figured out that you can create a, a magical experience a magical moment in just four steps the first one is elevate the sensory appeal. Two is raise the stakes. Three is break the script. So in psychology, the term script is how people expect a situation to unfold. And then four is connect with others. So hitting those first three and doing it with other people, you share a synchronized connection, a special bond with, with those people. And so that makes the moment even more impactful. So the key is to creating to creating magic is using all those four steps in one moment. Um, it's an easy recipe, but it's really hard to put into practice because it's generally no one's job uh, to create these moments and they can often be delayed or watered down. So that's kind of how our resident experience program was born. We were going to use this special recipe and create magical experiences for our permanent residents. So just that one moment in time when you were visiting family in, in Asia, uh, that one moment in time really molded uh or or was the uh the foundation for what you've been building up to this point yep that's pretty cool so what what steps have you taken since that moment what what steps have you taken to uh to to get your um to get your business uh to where it is today so since that moment we have uh done a, a lot of networking. Um, it took me several years to figure out from that moment how to actually create those magical experiences. But in the meantime, I knew I had to become a multifamily investor to make this work. And so I started learning, I started networking, um, went to all these classes, bought a bunch of books, listened to podcasts all the time. And uh, finally, we uh, did our first deal in October 2019. It was 156-unit in Indianapolis, and we partnered with a, another experienced operator to kind of get in on the deal and learn the ropes. And we also passively invested in a couple other properties and kind of learned what it's like from the passive investor side. So we have experience on, on both sides. And so how did you how did you determine, how did you make the decision that in order to scale uh, your your vision of 
uh, of giving giving people a platform for these magical moments. Uh, why did you why did you target multifamily investing? When I was investing in single family homes, that was a, a long process. It was hard to scale, and you only get really one resident for uh, per property. Basically, um, with multifamily investing, you can affect your investors, and then you can also affect all your residents. So we felt that multifamily investing was the best way to go because we can uh, teach these investors how to create these magical experiences in their own lives and then also create them create magical experiences for the residents while they're living at our property thus making the property operate better and giving more higher returns for the investors make them make more money they can free their time and create even more moments for themselves so let's talk about these the the four pillars to uh to give somebody these 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 magical moments. Um, walk, walk us through um, the four pillars again. Yeah. So the first one is elevate the sensory appeal. So that's just like adding different aspects to the area, the experience that you can smell, taste, touch, etc. So for instance, you can pump in a scent that's nostalgic for, for a particular person, or you can provide a, a meal that really meaningful or just create um different sensory lighting. sensory overload yeah. that that will that will remind somebody of of a special moment back to their childhood right yeah and so what we do at, at our properties is we send out a survey prior to moving and kind of it's just five questions but it basically gets down to what is their script and what is meaningful to them so that kind of helps us specify which what kind of sensory appeal we want to do what kind of things are we going to do to break the script etc um so number two is raise the stakes uh that's adding a little bit of productive pressure like a game or performance um like when i went to macau uh we had to be at the dock at 8 a.m so that's kind of raising the stakes if we didn't make it to the dock on time we'd miss the boat and none of that would have happened um third one's break the script so basically violating how people expect a situation to unfold. So that's like, say the apartment resident, their script is, you know, they don't usually interact, what, get good interaction with management. They feel neglected. They feel that things don't get fixed, whatever. Um, so for instance, one thing we would do to help that is when they first move in, we create that first moment, we would, have the on-site manager meet with them, talk to them, connect with them, get to know them, and kind of show them the ropes. Here's how to do everything. Here's the place maintenance order. Here's uh, kind of the welcome package we have done, and then kind of walk them through the rest of the moment. And then the fourth one is connect with others. Basically, like like it sounds, it's combining those those first three and getting people involved with it. So on-site manager. The, resident, maybe the resident's family. Um, for instance, if one of the, the residents' meaningful memories is that they grew up in Jamaica and they have family and friends there, we could figure out who they are, get uh, a Zoom call kind of going on if they can't like actually fly in and then kind of get them involved and connected that way. Cool. I, I like this a lot. Um, it's, 
you know, especially in, in this day and age, uh, the, the customer experience is so important. And, um, I have, uh, I, I know of other multifamily owner operators out there that are spending more, um, more resources into, uh, platforms like this that will enhance the the overall customer experience in in this case the uh the tenants that are um are living at your properties um how are how are you able to um how are you able to uh establish this this um this method of of giving your your tenants the the best experience possible so right now we're, we're piloting it at our Indianapolis property, uh, 156 unit. And so far we've sent out the, the surveys. We haven't gotten any back yet. Um, and we're right now brainstorming ways of trying to get them to be incentivized to, to actually submit the surveys, right? Kind of what we're thinking is, you know, they don't know what to expect. They don't know how this is going to go. Traditionally, this has not been done. So what we're developing now is a kind of gamification of the whole process. Um, so like level one is for them to submit the survey. Level two is for them to like post about their experience after we provide it to them. Level three is, you know, create a moment for their friends and family. And level four is like create magical experiences for 10 random people. And then that each level would give them a, a different kind of prize. Cool. Um, tell us a little bit about your uh, your current portfolio um, and what you have in the pipeline, and talk a little bit about your criteria. What what you guys are looking for in this market? So right now, we have the 156 units that we're co sponsors on in Indianapolis. We have a passive investment in 136 units in Fort Worth, Texas, and a 420 unit passive investment in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Now, they're all over the place and they've kind of been affected by COVID in, in different ways. Um, but right now we're, we're looking at Central Ohio, Dayton, Cincinnati, uh, Indianapolis and Kentucky as well and looking for 75 plus units. And, and uh, asset class are, are these uh, are these workforce housing uh, class C, B minus assets? Is that what you're focused on? Yeah, generally B and C assets. Mm -hmm. Uh, and your your current uh, your current project in Indianapolis, you uh, you co-sponsored that. Tell us a uh, um, tell us a little bit more about how you met your your uh, your partner in that deal, and um, you know how how you your skill set their skill set complement one another, and and if you have any plans to to continue the partnership down the road in in other acquisitions. Yes, yeah, so I met that partner at the Columbus Multifamily Investors Meetup. It was actually my, my own meetup. Uh, when I came back to Columbus after I moved away, I was looking for a multifamily meetup to join and I couldn't find one. So I messaged all my contacts on the various Facebook groups for multifamily investors. And about five people were local and they lived in Columbus and were interested in meeting up once a month. And so we met the first time at a World of Beer in a cold January night, and that partner was actually there at the, the first meetup, and then we continued 
to see each other regularly after that and kind of build a relationship over a year and a half. And he's, he found a deal and he's like, do you want to partner on it? And we're like, of course. And so our role is basically to raise some of the capital and then help execute the, the management. And with regards to capital raising, uh, how much capital did you have to raise for that first deal? And, and who were your target investors? Our capital, we, we were trying to raise 500K. Uh, we ended up only just shy of 100K. Uh, a lot of our key investors uh, didn't ultimately commit. Um, and that was a great learning experience for us. Um, the project was under contract for five, six months. It took us a really long time to close. And some of the investors that we were counting on either made other investments because we were taking too long or they just didn't feel comfortable with us not leading, which was a surprise to me. Uh, if we were leading it, they would have invested. However, we negotiated with our partner that he's the more experienced one. He should take the, the main lead. Um, uh, before we conclude this episode, um, any other any other points that we haven't discussed uh, regarding your your magical moment platform or your multifamily acquisition uh, platform that we haven't already discussed? Uh, yeah. So look, right now we're looking to complete the pilot program. That'll tell us really what the real return on investment is. And we'd like to start offering it out as both a service and as something that we can bring to the table as a co-sponsor. That's great. And the property management firm that you're working with in Indianapolis, what sort of role are they providing in this uh, in this pilot launch? They're providing a lot of insight. They're providing like basically a sounding board um, and experience to how things usually work and how what we're doing is is going to change that. And so. We talk a lot to make sure we're all on the same page, make sure everything logistically will work. And um, it's great because the, the management company is owned by my partner in that deal. Great. So it's, so it's, a, it's a lot easier to get them on board with your, yeah. With your vision. Yeah. Cool. Uh, listen, we're, uh, uh, this is all really good information. I appreciate you sharing with us. Uh, we're going to get into uh, the last segment called the hard-hitting questions. These are the questions that we ask every one of our guests. Uh, I always like to start off with, what is your why? My why is going back to when that coworker died, right? I, I'm trying to enhance the lives for people before it's too late. And ultimately, it's can I enhance the lives for as many people as possible? And it's just seemed to, to fit the bill. That's great. I like that. Um, is there a recent book or another piece of media that you've consumed that's provided significant value to your life or your career? Yes, it's uh, The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. Is this book here. It basically goes into a lot more detail on how specific moments can affect people and how that changes their psychology and things like that. And it's really, really inspiring. Super cool. I'll make sure those are added to the show notes. And uh, uh, how do you like to pay it forward? I just love teaching people what I know. and. If I can get people to create moments in their own lives, whether it's from me or not, I, I'm satisfied. And knowing what you know now, uh, what's the best piece of advice you, you would give your 20, 21, 22-year-old recent college graduate self? Start with multifamily, for sure. 
Yep, that's a that's a pretty common uh, <laughs> the the com- the common theme is to start start small and get bigger. But uh, with with the resources around you, you can you know you can definitely start start larger than you that than you think you can. Right. Yeah. Um, finally, how can our listeners learn a little bit more about you and, and your investment group? Of course. So if you want to learn more about freeing your time to create these magical moments by being a passive investor, you can go to our site, elashinvestmentgroup.com and click sign up. There you'll fill out a form that joins our network of passive investors on our investing platform, Cashflow Investor. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. And if you'd like to discuss implementing our program at your property, you can reach out to me directly. Awesome. Matt Angle, thank you so much for the time and adding your value. We greatly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It was great to be here. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to leave a rating and a review, which will help us introduce the podcast to other listeners. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which will give you access to other episodes you may have missed. Lastly, if you'd like to learn more about investing alongside us, then head on over to valueaddedpodcast.com. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you next week.